I've been receiving a lot of emails and messages talking about, hey, we need to do another show on mental illness. So tonight we're going to have Miss Dion Simmons on the show. She is a licensed professional counselor. Um, so y'all give her a big hand. Welcome to the show. Miss Simmons, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Again. Thanks, I'm doing great. That's good. How are you? I'm doing great. Great, but kind of stressful when looking at the news and uh, you hear about different stories, things that um, that is going on in the world, all the racial profiling. Um, then you have New York cops that are supposed to stop using the chokehold. And then the same day they're supposed to stop, the next day he's making an arrest and choking the guy out. And his partner seen that they was being videotaped and he decided to stop. Now they did suspend the guy, but that could have been another black life loss. And it's real stressful as a black man um, to leave out your home and have to deal with stuff like that, issues like that. So, um, so a lot of listeners just been like, Hey, uh, let's talk about mental illness because I'm stressed. Uh, a lot of people are frustrated because of it. And as a black man, we have a target on our back. So we just need to know some ideas, some things we could do that can keep our stress level down. And, but we won't, well, we won't do anything out of our norm uh, to react to some of these things. Uh, I think first you should do is number one is talk about the things that have happened uh, to you in the past. I think all the stuff that's going on now with all the protesting, it's bringing up a lot of old wounds. Um, You have a lot of parents, a lot of black fathers, a lot of black grandfathers are thinking about when they were stopped by police. Uh, So it's bringing back a lot of trauma. And that's what it is. It's a trauma that black men have gone through when dealing with police. Uh, A lot of times you you hear stories uh, about men feeling when a police officer get behind them, when they're driving and that police car comes behind them, their heart races. Uh, they start sweating. You know, they get those flashbacks. They get nervous. Um, I saw on Facebook uh, a kid, kid playing outside, black kid playing outside. Your police car passed by and he hit behind a car. So he's learning at an early age to be afraid. He wasn't doing anything, just playing in the driveway. Police car came, he hid behind the car, waited for the police car to leave, came back out. So he's conditioned as a child to be afraid. And I think just talking about it and letting those feelings out instead of burying them inside is, is the first step of mental health. Letting that feeling out. It's, it's nothing wrong with being afraid, being scared. We shouldn't be afraid of the police, but there's a fear there. Um, 
And I think all that's what's going on now is bringing it to the forefront. Yes. Um, and it's, 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 you know, you're, you're going to see more of it. It's not going to go away tomorrow. It's going to take a while. Um, that what you're talking about with the police officer in New York, that just went into effect. These cops are conditioned. This is what they've been doing. It's not going to change overnight. You have to get rid of those police officers that have been conditioned to do this behavior, to have this behavior. So it's going to take a while. It's going to take catching them and disciplining them or getting rid of them. Well, and get new people in there. I definitely agree with that. But when you have a lot of police officers walking off the job uh, because they're telling them they cannot do this, and that's kind of like um, they quitting the job because they don't mind killing a black, black or brown person. And it's, it's, um, to me, it's like they never should have been a cop. No way. If that's, if that's the mm-hmm. mindset that you have, um, because they changed the rules, you don't, you don't want to be a policeman no more. So you got in it for all the wrong reason. Uh, want to welcome Charles Elsie to the show. Uh, I believe it's his first time out of Louisiana. Also, Nick Call, um, she said that's very true. You can live chat with us if you have a question for Miss Simmons. Definitely put it on. Uh, share it with your friends because we all are dealing with stress right now with the pandemic, uh, with the rise, with um, everything that we're seeing in the news. Then the person we have up in the White House. Uh, some of the things he say and do is is very stressful. So if you have a question for Miss Simmons, definitely send them in. Um, she can answer them now. If we don't have an answer for you, um, I, I will get an answer for you. So, um, so right now it's just and to your to your question to what your statement what you were saying about police officers walking off the job. You know, there are good police officers. I'm not against, you know, all police officers. We do need police officers, good police officers to do their job. Um, my brother was is a retired police officer. Um, I was once married to a police officer. So I'm not against police officers. But if they're going to walk off their job, maybe they're not meant to be police officers. Maybe that's a good thing. We want the ones that's going to call out bad behavior. Exactly. So if they want to walk off the job because they feel that they're under a microscope and any little thing is going to be called out on, maybe they don't need to be there. That's also kind of like the the sister that was a police officer up in uh, Jersey, I believe. Um, I guess it happened... 10 to 12 years ago, she did the right thing. She seen a partner choking mm-hmm. a guy that was in handcuffs, and she pulled them off and they flipped the story. And she was one year from getting her pension and they got fired. Uh, they terminated her mm-hmm. for that reason. But now they're going to, they're considering reopening that case. Um, I heard a piece of the interview she did the other day 
uh, she had five kids. Well, she had five kids. And for, I don't know if she was single or whatever the situation was, but she mentioned she had five kids. And it's already stressful. You're a policeman, but now you're trying to raise five kids. That's that's even more stress. Mm -hmm. So, but she is working to get the law changed uh, to ensure that these officers are held accountable. And they need to do what's right by her. But mm -hmm. when you have a president to make com comments um, a couple of weeks ago, if they loot, we shoot. And mm -hmm. then all these racist stories start coming out talking about, um, I'm just waiting for him to give us the green light. Are they doing racial stuff? Um, uh, running over protesters in their cars. Um, basically seeing a, one guy walking down the street in a Klan suit with a dog trying to intimidate folks. Mm -hmm. And as a brother, as a black man, it's just a scary sight. I have a lot of friends that is out on the road. Uh, they drive trucks and they see a way more stuff than what um, than what we hear about on Facebook or in the news or anything like that because they having to go down to some of these small towns and, and deliver the freight which can be kind of really messed up and sometimes mm -hmm. they have to spend a night at the location they're, they're delivering at which is not always a safe area mm -hmm. um, so it can be very right. and let's talk about the yeah Let's talk about the 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 police woman who called out the man who did the chokehold, right? She was on a force for 19 years and she didn't get her pension. Let's look at the man who killed George Floyd. He's was what he was at 19 years too. No. 17, 19 years, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Okay. When he retired, he get up, he get close to a million dollars mm. in pension. That should go to George. What do you think? Right. But they cannot touch that. They cannot stop him from getting his pension because he is owed his pension. Right. Let's just look at that. What do you think that signal to people? about ratting out their own in her case uh, most, she lost everything exactly most of them are going to turn their back to it and just mm -hmm. keep it on the inside which that right. can hurt you more than anything you keeping right. it on the inside so just think right just think she lost probably a million dollars mm. in pension by doing the right thing so we are telling these police officers, you know, hey, you got to do the right thing, you know, but also we have to look at psychological. What does that do to them mentally? What does that do to them for them to have to? What are the repercussions of them doing the right thing? For her to do the right thing, she lost, let's say, a million dollars worth of pension because she was fired. They didn't give her anything. In, in New York, you don't get anything. I'm guessing because she didn't get 
her pension. And she said she was one year from getting it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. crazy. And yeah. But he killed someone and he get his. Which I feel like it should go to the family. Um, mm-hmm. I, my personal opinion, I believe they should make these officers take out insurance. But if they do something like this, it costs them and not the city. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of these right. cities are having to pay out a lot of lawsuits, and um, it don't make sense because more lawsuit they pay out, more taxes we're gonna have to pay. And I think the officer mm-hmm. need to be held accountable. And you're right, all officers are not bad. I know a lot of good officers mm-hmm. um, that 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 is doing some great thing. Uh, for their city that they represent. So it's definitely um, pretty stressful. Um, then after George Floyd, you hear about the shooting of uh, Mr. Brooks in Atlanta. Shot in the back twice. Mm-hmm. He was shot at three times. And I'm like, man. And he was kicked after he was shot. Yeah. He was kicked and one of them stood on his shoulder. And I'm like, that's... Mm-hmm. As a black man, that's 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 scary to think about. Um, and not only mm-hmm. as a black man, but you also got to worry about the mothers, um, have to worry about the wives. When they leave the house, they don't know if, if you're going to make it back just because of the color of your skin. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a struggle. So I know for myself, it's really, um, it's really tough to deal with this because... Um, a lot of people have actually sent me messages saying, hey, we need to talk about mental health again. Um, send your question in. She's here. She agreed to come. She's been working quite a bit. Um, just got <laughs> off of a call 45 minutes ago to, to <laughs> come here for you. Um, so definitely send your question in, whatever they may be. Um, and that's the time. That's the time, because if you wait until we get off and I ask me question, hey, when are you going to have another <laughs> show? This is your opportunity to participate. So, um, but other than that, it's, it's, it's stressful then. The numbers of the pandemic keep going up. I haven't mm-hmm. even seen the numbers today, but I think I heard Florida hit over 3,000 yesterday, mm-hmm. new cases. And, um, Three or four thousand? Yeah. Someone did four thousand. It was pretty high. And Texas mm-hmm. ranked number five for um for the most cases. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately our governor is saying um maybe we need to wear a mask or something. But he been fighting against this thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. At some point you need to um speak for yourself and not follow who you feel that is leading you the right way, you have to take a stand right. and say, hey, this ain't right. You got to look out for the people. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people on every show, make sure you register to vote and get out and vote. Mm-hmm. I seen in, um, what's it? I think it was in the Carolinas. They're scheduled to vote tomorrow. But they close mm-hmm. most of their polls down. So you have like um, 60,000 people 
that have maybe one or two polls you got to go to. And they doing this mm-hmm. to do, to, to prevent, try to pre- uh, keep you from voting to do what's right. And I mm-hmm. say all the time, I don't care. Right. I will spend all day there voting. And when it's time to vote, right. um, after I vote, I'm going to take me a cooler, have some water, uh, get some snacks, mm-hmm. and make sure the people that are out there is encouraged, you know, um, right. whatever whatever we need to do to make sure that we do vote. So it, mm-hmm. it's just very um, mentally draining. Um, I've been, I did like you told me before, cut back on social media. So I try not to be on it as much. And but sometimes mm-hmm. I come on, I'm like, oh man, I have forty some new messages, and I'm going through <laughs> looking at it. I'm like, ooh. So it's it's a stressful thing. Then when we hear about the brother in California that um they say he hung himself, and now they coming back saying no, mm-hmm. it was murder, and mm-hmm. um. Tomorrow, we're going to have, we have a, a lot of that popping up. Yes. And tomorrow, we're going to cover that tomorrow mm-hmm. because um, it's a sister here locally, Miss um, Pat uh, Harrison. Please go to her Facebook, listen to her videos, read the statement that she wrote. Um, her niece up in. Um, King County, Washington, was um, was murdered. Now, according to the police department, King County uh, Sheriff, they said it was suicide. Said she supposedly jumped off a bridge. And as soon as the investigator came out, he said, oh, it's a suicide. But a car was found three and a half miles away in a parking garage. And they didn't find the car right away. The parking attendant actually called the family. Uh, well, they called the young lady. And they said, left a message, said, hey, your car is still parking this parking garage. Wanted to know when you was coming to get it. When they got there, kind of find out, it was, um, I think one of the windows was busted. And there was blood on the car. Now, if a person committed suicide, your car is three and a half miles away from you. Right. And you at the bottom of a bridge. That just don't add up to me. Mm -hmm. And not only that, the family, they got a second autopsy done. And he took the advice of what the investigator said. So it it has made me think that stories like this it it actually is is I could just imagine how that family is feeling because mm-hmm. it it don't add up and they're just like you're not worth anything we're just gonna call it a suicide and that's it and it's not right. And that's what they try to do to cover up um, when a black person is killed. Mm-hmm. They try to cover it up. Oh, 
it's a suicide. Uh, she jumped mm-hmm. off the bridge or whatever. And I'm like, no, that's not true. So tomorrow on the show, we're actually going to um, hit on that and mm-hmm. see if we can force them to uh, reopen up the case because mm-hmm. they need to reopen it and investigate it. And for that doctor that did the second autopsy, he should lose his license because he didn't mm-hmm. investigate it. He went by what, right. what the uh, what the uh, police officer told him. It's a, it's a suicide. Just call mm-hmm. it a suicide. So, and the DA would not do anything about it. So it's like, hey, we need to stand up, force them to do it. So tomorrow I'm going to have the information. want them to flood the um, state representative, um, um, the city mayor, the council, everybody. Uh, we can force them to reopen up this case and investigate it correctly. And mm-hmm. that's just some of the things that I've seen going on. And when I first heard the young lady video, I was like, wow. I reached out to her. And I'm like, hey, I want to, what's really going on? And she she called me. We talked for a while. I talked with the father, um, Mr. Johnson, and he, he explained everything to me. So they will be on the show tomorrow. And I appreciate Miss Pat for taking the step and making the videos that she's making to try to get get help to be able to solve this murder because that's mm-hmm. that's what it is. And and her purse missing, her money taken out of out of the bank, and all of this, and they say, oh, it's a suicide. So. But that's for me. And I think what what everything that's mm-hmm. no, go ahead, go ahead. I think with everything that's going on in the world, um, you have now a small minority, and that's the racist people are scared because with this, with George Floyd being murdered the way he was, woke up a lot of people. It woke up black people, it woke up white people, it woke up Latinos, it woke up everybody, it woke up the whole world. Yes. United States and beyond. And everybody is rallying around blacks, African Americans, and saying enough is enough. Enough. And so now the racist people are scared because they're outnumbered. So now they're trying to go to old tactics. Now you're looking at intimidation, hangings. So now you have to be cautious when you're out. You have to be. So don't go anywhere alone after dusk. Not even to the store, not even to grab something at a drive-thru. Always, if you have to go out alone, be on your cell phone. Let someone be able to track your cell phone. Let someone know where you are, male or female, it doesn't matter. 
because you're starting to see these hangings pop up in different states. So they're trying to do this intimidation. Are we going to go back to the old days? The world is not going back to the old days because they're not intimidating us. Now we have the backings of not just African-Americans. You have the whole world backing African-Americans and saying, we're not putting up with this. Exactly. So now we have to continue to be proactive. So if you're out and about, male or female, doesn't matter. I don't care how big you are, how strong you are, how tough you are. Let somebody know where you're going. Let somebody be able to track your phone. So they know where you are. Because you never know. Yeah, you never know who's watching you. You could they could just be randomly in a car, a whole bunch of guys in a car just riding around and they see you. You don't know where they are because they're trying this intimidation. Exactly. So just be mindful of where you are at all times and let someone know where you're going. Yeah. I heard we have to cover each other. Heard a story last week. I want to say it was out of um uh Ohio, and I'm not quite sure, but I believe it was Ohio. A young lady, 18 years old, and her grandmother was riding in a car together. And they made a stop at a stop sign or a stoplight or or something. And some guy just pulled up on the side of them in a uh, sports car, dark tinted windows, rolled the window down, shot shot at the car, killed the young lady who just graduated from high school. At 18, and the only thing the grandmother knew, it was a sports car, white driving it with dark tinted windows. So they're doing stuff like this. I've said before, mm-hmm. go in, let it, don't go out by yourself unless you just have to. Let somebody know where you're going. Um, and definitely, um, whatever you have to do to be safe. Uh, pay attention to your surrounding, everything around mm-hmm. you, because you'd never know who's watching you, trying to see uh, if you pay attention or whatever. But uh, definitely be safe, because even in NASCAR, one week, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of brothers who had a Black Lives Matter card. The next week, they had. A lot they gotta have the uh, Blue Lives Matter car, and then this week the brother found the noose and it's where his car was parked at, and I'm like, really? So I don't. I think mm-hmm. I don't trust NASCAR. Now this is only my opinion because I'm sure the guy had to get it approved before he can drive the Black Lives Matter car, the Blue Lives Matter car. And someone approved it. Now, a lot of people talk about all lives matter. It does. But you get upset when we say black lives matter. And I don't understand it. If all lives matter, that's including black lives. So when it's like that, I don't I don't trust 
NASCAR because people would do things, companies would say and do things and hoping you'll be able to spend money with them. I need to see some real big changes with NASCAR before I trust them. I want to see more brothers and sisters driving mm-hmm. and um, uh, open mm-hmm. the doors up, have more opportunities, uh, change, um, mm-hmm. ban the fans from bringing in Confederate flags and stuff like that. So I want to. Now they did that. They don't have any. They did ban the fans for that. Well, um, but I, they were selling them across the street, but they cannot come in okay. with the Confederate flag. Okay, because they can't have any paraphernalia with it. Okay, well, I, I was yeah. wasn't sure on that one, but um, so definitely they need to make a change. They need to. All the companies mm-hmm. I've said on past shows, all the company that are sending you emails now, talking about we support the cause, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, and all of that. Do your research on them, because here it is: a brother mm-hmm. at Taco Bell just got fired wearing a Black Lives Matter uh, face mask. And mm-hmm. he said other people was able to wear whatever type of face mask they wanted. So it's it's mm-hmm. really um, frustrating because now it's bad enough we having to deal with this. And then we have leaders that don't take uh, COVID, the coronavirus serious enough and just say, hey, this this is serious. He need to come out and just say, "Look, we need to do whatever we need to do to protect ourselves." And none of our leaders really want to do it. As for the leaders in Texas and the leaders in Washington, and now Congress is at a standstill because they want to change the law that was protecting police officers. They want to change it where if they do something like this, they will be charged. I don't see what the problem is. If you do the crime, you do the time. They still a human being. And mm-hmm. when you have people fighting over stuff like that, that is, that is, um, it shouldn't even be an argument. Um, because that will prevent more police officers from doing wrong things and they would start doing things the mm-hmm. right way. So, but like I said, mm-hmm. you can chat with us live. Um, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You can actually send uh, chat with us, uh, no matter which platform you own. Miss Simmons, rearrange your schedule now. Although people have been asking about uh, having another counselor on, she's <laughs> here. She's here. So. This is the opportunity to take advantage of it, get questioned as um, whatever it may be. If you don't want to ask the question on there, send me an email, and I will make sure she get it, and she will be able to answer the question for you. So don't don't be shy because, unfortunately, um, in the black neighborhood, we feel like we don't need counseling because people are gonna talk about us and. They're going to know your business and all of that. I t- I say just about every show, I take counseling. I have no problem with it. I almost had my counselor about to drink. <laughs> so so I, I'm just <laughs> I'm just straight up. I, I go in, I 
say what's on my mind and um I'd be like, boy, I sure, sure hope she don't send me a bill talking about she drinking now. She got to take more counseling. So <laughs> so definitely take advantage of it. This is the opportunity. You have a counselor on here um, that that can answer your question live and be able to talk to you. So, um, but right now I'm just, I'm, I can tell by the way I respond to certain certain posts on Facebook. Um, my attitude is bad. So someone posted um, the video of the two sisters that was at the Trump rally in Tulsa. And the way they talked about us, they literally forgot they was black. And I responded, and I just said, you know, my mama always told me, you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it. So I did not say nothing about it. I put a couple of pictures up and just said, oh, well. Um, but I I refuse to give that type of energy to folks like that because when you're talking about this food, I mean, Trump done all this stuff for us, and it's not true. I don't agree with it. And you're so blind because you're trying to make a dollar uh, thinking that they're going to pay you to do these type of things. They will use you for a while. You may make a little bit of money, but how can you sleep at night when you know this not right? So, uh, that's and I think sometimes people forget I don't I don't know where they came from I don't know their background I had someone ask me and this is someone who I considered I, I do consider a friend um, and his posting on Facebook to me, if I didn't know him and I told him this, seemed a little racist. And he asked me, well, why you never told me this? And I told him I never respond to anything he says on Facebook. But I thought about unfriending him several times, but <laughs> I explained to him because I know the true person inside. Because I know if I call you at any moment, you'll drop everything and come and see what I need. Because I know you. But when I read these postings, something's not right. And I know you, but the people who respond to your posting, I don't know them. And to me, they sound racist. Yes. And so um, his thing was, he's not for government. He doesn't like big government. I say, I understand, but in the time that we're in, you're either pro-Trump or against Trump. And that means you're either, you know, to me, you're racist or you're not. Because what Trump is saying is racist things. And he said, well, what is he saying that's racist? I said, everything that comes out of his mouth is racist. He's against Blacks. He's against moving the the this world forward. 
then I gave him some examples. And I said, you know, he's, you know, it's just everything that Trump says. And his thing is, well, he's a little crazy. He says things, you know, that, you know, it's a little crazy, but, you know, it, it's not that bad. I, you're white. Mm. It's not bad for you, but I'm a black woman. It's bad for me. So you may not take it as that bad, but being a woman of color is horrible. I cringe. Yes. And when it when I hear you say certain things, or you may not say something, but someone posts something, it makes me cringe because that's not the person that I know. So we had a conversation. It lasted for about an hour. And he agreed, Dion, if I ever say something that you don't agree with, let me know. I want to have dialogue. And I agree to it. I haven't written him off. Yet. But it makes you wonder, you know, are some people that blind to not understand who Trump is? Because Trump is calling, Trump has this world, he didn't start it, but he has these people that are so against moving forward, having everyone come together, having all races come together. You know, he they want to be separate. They don't want to move forward. And we want to separate that. I mean, he's the type that they want to walk around with no mask on. I'm like, I don't want to catch, I don't want to catch this virus. Exactly. You know, so why not put a mask on? What is it going to hurt? What freedom of whatever are we going against by protecting everyone? Exactly. You know, but you know, it's it's everyone is doing things differently, and not everyone. All races, you know, are, well, some people who are pro-Trump, they just want to do things so differently that's against everything. And I even brought up the the, the Trump uh, doing what he did to do a photo op. What was that for? Exactly. You know, so in this day and time, I think when you're dealing with mental health, you have so much racism going on. You know, people who you thought was one way, you kind of look at it a little different. Because now it's bringing out everything. Well, you know, people who you thought were, you were close to, you kind of look at them a little side eye. Like, hey, why did you say that? Hey, why did you do that? You know? So your your mental you're you're really as as a person of color you're really looking at everyone differently. You're looking at who are your close friends, who are your associates, you know, who are your enemies. Exactly. Yeah. So. Welcome to the show, Mister Seller from um, uh, Twitch. He said <laughs> all racist, and um, he also asked the question. Why, no matter what the topic is, does it come back to race? But 
and he's in the UK. Um, that's because right now, black and brown men are being hunted like a like a bear or something. So right now, there's so much going on with the police department where they are killing innocent folks, are killing folks that are unarmed. So that's that's the reason why you hear about the protest. That's the reason why we bring race up, because majority of the time it's going to be a white officer killing that unarmed black or Hispanic male. Um, and he just said, um, only join, just join, maybe more content. But the specific question relates to talking about wearing masks and COVID. How does that relate to race? Well, it wasn't just about the race part. We're talking about the the stress of the pandemic, um, with everything that is going on in the world today, how stressful it could be. We're talking about mental health today. I know you just joined. I appreciate you for coming back. Um, but this show is about mental health. And when we have our leaders that refuse to wear a mask as if COVID-19 doesn't exist, that's a problem because he's refusing it and he's holding rallies where he tell the people don't wear a mask, but he also have them sign a release form saying that if you do get COVID-19, you will not sue. So the thing is, it's a threat to everyone because if more people wore masks, if we all had to wear a mask, what can happen, we can beat this COVID-19. But as long as um, our leaders are saying, oh, no, they coming out with no mask and it's okay and all of this, and our numbers keep increasing every day, and the only thing that he can say, let's do less tests. If we do less tests, we will have lower numbers. So it's the stressful part of the people that can catch the COVID-19 and be able to try to cure that. And he's trying to start a race war. That's why race keep coming up. So we have a lot of, um, uh, a lot of our white brothers that is here in the U.S., that is randomly killing folks. Um, then we also have um, uh, mysterious. Some brothers have came up hung in a tree. So um, he asked who is trying to start a race war. If you listen to our president, he talk about stuff all the time that is not presidential. Um when the riots first start, if they loot, we shoot. You can't do that. He want to call call the army into to all the states to take over. So that's the reason why he's trying to do this. And you really have to listen to him to understand. I understand you're in the UK, and it may not be like that there. Y'all, you may not hear that part of what we deal with here in America. And let me say this, for when you talk about how do you relate uh, COVID-19 
wearing a mask and race. The majority of people who are coming down with the virus is African-Americans. Yes. And Latinos, Mexicans. So, and that's part of mental health. So when you have the president saying, you don't have to wear a mask, it's not important. You have a lot of young African-Americans, maybe 20, early 20s, you know, and down or or 25 and, and younger who are walking around with their children, not wearing masks. Those are the ones that are catching it as well as the older people. So I'm concerned for them. I'm concerned because when I go out, when I'm either at the gym or I'm in the grocery stores and I see African-Americans walking around with no mask on, I'm worried for their safety because I know that they are more likely to catch it than their Caucasian counterparts. Exactly. So that's where race come in because we are catching it more. Um, I don't know if they have any underlying medical medical conditions, but now they're saying you have a lot of people who don't have any underlying medical conditions that are catching it. You can be asymptomatic and pass it on to someone. Yeah. So I'm worried about that. And, and that's, you know, fluent in the African-American and Latino community is being cautious about, okay, this coronavirus, what if I bring it home to my grandmother or my aunt? Because a lot of times in our communities, in our culture, we take care of our grandmothers, our, you know, our elder, they live with us. They don't usually live in nursing homes. They live with us. So we have to be more cautious not to go out there and not have protective gear on and then bring it home and bring it to them. Because if they catch it, they're not going to survive it more than likely. Exactly. Because they may have, they may be in their 60s, 70, 80, 90, and they may have high blood pressure. They may have other underlying conditions because they're older. So we have to be mindful of that. You know, so we're worried about, you know, we're worried about the COVID-19. We're worried about sending our uh, sons out. We worry about sending our husbands out so they won't catch it. And then we have to worry about the police on top of that. So that's why when we're talking, it always come back to race. And in living in the UK, I saw a study where they looked at police trainings in different countries train their police officers for two or three years. Yeah. We train our police officers for a couple of weeks. You know, they may get training for... Mm, I want to say maybe three months where I don't know how they do it in the UK, but other countries, they get trainings for two to three years. Mm -hmm. So you have a low 
death rate by police officers, whereas in the United States, there is a high death rate by because they use lethal force. When the, when the cops shoot, they shoot to kill. That's how they are trained. They're not trained to wound you to get you to stop. When they pull out their gun, they only pull it out for one reason and one reason only, and that is to shoot to kill. That's what they are trained for. And That's Jeff, how they're trained. And Jeff, like um, you wasn't on the show, we discussed about um, Mr. Brooks that was killed over Rayshard Brooks in um, Atlanta. Uh, he was killed unarmed, running away from the police, shot twice in the back. The officer shot at him three times, hit a car. And after he was shot on the ground and they waited like two or three minutes before he um, before he actually um, called for medical service. And then one of them kicked him. The other one stood on his shoulder. And, yes, he did take the cop taser. He said he 